Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast as Cardinal Authority continues with this position series. We've already discussed the offensive line, defensive line, wide receivers. You can find all that at cardinalauthority.com. It's also linked below in this story. Today's focus, the defensive backfield. I'm Cardinal Authority senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And you talk about, Jody, you talk about an area on the field, on the depth chart, that looks drastically different than it did a year ago, and that's the defensive backfield. I mean, this coaching staff, Scott Satterfield, Brian Brown, and, and staff did a phenomenal job working that transfer portal to beef up that depth chart, not just with bodies, but experienced and talented bodies as well. Yeah, I need a, uh, I need a, not only a depth chart, but I need a roster to see the numbers and figure out who guys are when I'm watching them. And, and, <laughs> and, and that'll change after, it'll change after a couple of weeks because we'll get to know them because these are guys that are going to be making plays. But Michael, it's a lot of new faces, a lot of new guys. And, and it's not just the transfer guys either. There's some young guys as well. Sure, you know, sure. I mean, a couple of young guys that, that they're really expecting big things of. Maybe you won't see them you know, every down this year, but you're going to see a lot of rotation and you're going to hear the word versatility a lot this year from Brian Brown, when he's talking about the, the defensive backs and the guys in those, in those positions, this is a, this is a defensive backfield where he can move guys around. And I think they're going to be better because of that. Yeah. And you know, obviously when you're talking transfers, you're talking guys like, you know, Quincy Riley, MJ Griffin, uh, Nicario Harper, <laughs> I mean, Jarvis Brownlee, I mean, it's a it's an impressive group of transfers that they've brought in, you know, that are now competing for those starting spots. Also, you don't need to mention Josh Minkins. I mean, here's here's a guy he's he's dealt with injury. He's dealt with, you know, trying to compete as a youngster in the depth chart. You know, he's added some weight. He's up to six, six, two near around 200 pounds now. Um, and he's really kind of focused in and, and kind of, you know, trying to up his game uh, this year. Um, and, and if he can do that as well, I mean, that's just a, another feather in the cap for that secondary. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think it all starts. Well, let's, let's start with the returning guys. We'll talk about some transfers in a minute, but let's start with yep. the returning guys, because I do think it starts with those guys, because I think Josh Minkins and Kendrick Duncan are two guys. Kendrick Duncan has done it. He's experienced. He's a veteran. He's a guy that's been dinged up. He missed all of spring. He missed some of fall camp because of some minor injuries. He'll be fine and be good to go. Uh, but he is a, to me, he's like the, the starting point and the big key for this secondary. And then I throw Minkins in there and, and Chandler Jones with him. Look, Minkins and Chandler Jones, they, they were on the, up, on the wrong end of some big bad plays last year. But 
they're guys that that I think have the ability to when they're not in there every single down and they get some breaks. You know what I mean? Like like I think the newcomers are going to help these veterans to where you're they're not going to have to play as many. But if you can spot play them and you can put them in at different situations and packages, that they're going to be better off for it. Um, Josh Minkins is a guy with a huge upside, and I think by the time the, the through this year and through next year, he's going to end up being a, a star on this defense. So the guys that are coming back, Michael, have got some some ability. Derek Edwards and Rance Connor are two guys that have had really good fall camps, and I think they're two guys um, that maybe people kind of forget about a little bit, but they're going to be on the field. Yeah, and of course let's not let's not forget Keechel Clark. Obviously lost to an injury last year, but the year before, you know, you, and, and before he got injured, certainly saw that the high level of impact that he can make, the big plays that he can make. I mean, a great ball hawk, always around, you know, with a pl- plenty of pass deflections. I mean, he's a guy that you certainly want in your secondary, and not just because of his abilities. I mean, we've heard from multiple guys, especially uh, the new faces, how much he's kind of leaned over to them to kind of mentor them and help them learn the, the schemes and, and really get to know the, the other guys in the room. So uh, Keechel Clark, you know, a leader both on and off the field for the Cardinals, but like you, I think Kendrick Duncan, uh, obviously very key redshirt senior now um, at safety guy that's got to, you know, bring it again, like we've seen him do. Um, so really confident with what they, you know, it, it's funny how Jody, it's funny how quickly things can change. I mean, you look back to the, to the bowl game and obviously there were some injuries and, and other things that impacted the secondary in that game. And they just, obviously they just got torched by an air force team that rarely even throws the ball. I mean, it was not a pretty day for the secondary, but here we are heading into the, the 22 season. And it's an area where you're feeling like it potentially on paper looks like it could be a strength for this team. Yeah, I think so. And I, I was going to mention Keetra Clark and uh, in his own little category because I yeah. do think he's the star. He's the star of this show. He's the star of the defensive backfield. Uh, I think you'll see him move around quite a bit. I think you'll see him in some different situations and some packages where um, he is going to be a physical presence and a disruptor as far as in the secondary because he's so good and such a ball hawk. Uh, where he can freelance a little bit and get some things going and and, and really uh, and really help this defense. And yeah, I, I think it is definitely a uh, um, I, I don't know yet. I think you have to I think they have to go out and prove it to me first before yeah. I call them a strength of this team. But I think that this is a potential game changer for Louisville football this year, and that is the strength or the uh, ability the expectation that we have uh, for this uh, for this secondary because I think that they are really really talented and uh, they're guys uh, that can really get after it and like I said the versatility uh, helps look if the secondary's better the defensive line's going to be better because they're going to give them a little more time and just remember all of those Yaya Diaby and even the ones that Yasir didn't get there for last year just think of you know I was talking with Brian Brown. I said, if if you ha- if if you gave those guys in a in a total year in twelve games from last year, if you gave those guys fifteen more seconds, which isn't a lot, you know what I mean? That's over over twelve games. That's not a whole lot. But you give them 15, 20 more seconds, and they're going to have probably ten to twelve more sacks, which is going to lead to a few more turnovers last year. And and that's what they're hoping that this secondary will do this year. Now. 
to go to some of the newcomers, Jarvis Brownlee is the star of the newcomers, in my opinion, just because of the way he's had a fall camp. He's been spectacular. He's been a guy that uh, uh, I think they knew he was good, but I didn't. I don't know that they knew he was as physical and as solid of a cover guy as he is. Um, he made some big plays in his time at Florida State and really comes here, and, and, and I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see him out there on the field in a Cardinal uniform. I am as well. Another One of the newcomers I'm really excited to see as well is Quincy Riley. We know what he did at Middle Tennessee, finishing as one of the nation's leaders in interceptions. Um, and he's, he did that throughout his, his time down uh, at Middle Tennessee. Really proved that he's around the ball a lot, can make a lot of big plays. And he's a guy that they like moving around to different positions as well, using that versatility that you mentioned, Jody. Um, you know, so he's another guy that I think you know can can impact from different spots in that secondary, and I think we'll see him a lot as well. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of excitement to to see how this you know this group will come together, what the rotation will be like. Nicario Harper also having a, a, you know a, the potential to be another impact guy. MG Griffin, the same thing. Um, you know, but Jody, as you look through this list, I mean, there's a lot of guys you could say, okay. This is going to be my surprise guy because there's a lot that really could surprise and have a breakout year for these Cardinals. I think Nicario Harper, and and I say surprise in the fact that I, I'm not sure how much we're really going to see him as a safety or as a corner. I think he's going to be in that card position a lot, yeah. which is going to be very interest, interesting because he's a guy who can cover and also is physical enough to – uh, be able to to take take advantage of some things in the run game. So he's the guy that I think when when it's all said and done, might be um, maybe I, I think Brownlee's going to be. I think Brownlee might be the best of the newcomers coming in, but I think that uh, uh, I think that that Nicario Harper could end up being maybe the most valuable guy. Just because I think Nicario Harper is a guy that's going to do a lot of different things, and that's and that's what's exciting to me about to see a guy like that to come in and, and really be able to do multiple things. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not taking anything away from Quincy Riley because I think he's going to be standout. And I think you know Jarvis is too, but I think Nicario might end up being the most valuable guy because of the other things he does. Now, I'm telling you this right now, and I know. Um, Watch Antonio Watts. Antonio Watts is a, a true freshman and is a guy that's super physical. He flies around. He does a lot of different things. And I really like what I've, uh, uh, what I've heard about him uh, and everything that, uh, that has been said about him. He's a guy that I think could be uh, – he's a guy that I think has the potential um, to be a disruptor as far as – a, a true freshman. I don't know how much reps he's going to get as a true freshman, uh, but he's going to be a guy uh, who sees the field at some point or another. And I think when he does, it might be hard to get him. It might be hard to take him off of there because he's very, very physical. Good problem to have. Um, you mentioned the card position. Obviously, you know, when the depth chart came out, was topped by Ben Perry. We've talked to Marvin Dallas. We know that the competition is strong there. They're being coached by Coach Crime. You know, so that they're you know, it's. You know, a hybrid position, it, it kind of leans more towards the secondary as well. I mean, and, and that's a spot, um, you know, you mentioned Nicario Harper, but obviously Ben Perry, a highly rated uh, kid coming out of high school. It's now his opportunity to to start showing it on the field. 
Marvin Dallas, you know, has certainly you know paid his dues and is trying to make an opportunity for himself to, to be on the field a lot as well. So that's a competition and a spot that obviously is very key for Brian Brown's defense. So that's a spot that I'm really looking forward to seeing how that evolves, what that rotation is, you know, how much will we see Nicario there? How much, how much time will, will can Ben lock that down or will he split it with Marvin? Um, you know, so there's a, there's still a lot of, uh, you know, competition going on, not just there, but you know, throughout the secondary. Yeah. And I think you're, like I said, go back to the versatility thing. I think you're going to see some things, even even what we probably don't know right now or what we probably haven't been able to see or hear right now. Uh, and, and some of the guys, I don't know that they've even – I think it's going to evolve as the year goes on and they see how guys react to different things. But I think there's certain – I think there's certain pieces to the versatility that they will continue to uh, to test out and they will continue to try and they will continue to see what works. And they've got a lot of options, and that's what that's what I like. I like this. I like a team um, with options, and and when and when you have options like they do, uh, it's not just throwing bodies in there. You know what I mean? Like, and again, no disrespect to anybody that they've had in the last few years, but they didn't have any depth on the defensive side of the ball the last couple of years, and and now they do, and I think that that makes the biggest difference in the world is to have depth and to have guys you can play in different spots and not just be throwing bodies in there. And, and to me, that's going to be the biggest thing. I do want to mention D'Angelo Hutchinson. Uh, he's another guy, another freshman that's been at times been solid in the fall. Again, all these freshmen are kind of swimming right now. They're kind of like going through their eyes are big and, and fall camp is ending. And, and, and it, the next couple of weeks are big for them because, They've done their fall camp. Now if they show that they can do a game plan and they know the plays and they know what they can do, that's when you get on the field. So the next few weeks uh, are big for, for these guys. And uh, it'll be exciting to see. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a freshman class that gets overshadowed a lot because of the transfers, but it's a freshman class that I think you're going to see uh, that's going to be very, very good. Uh, not just – and again, I'm not just talking about the secondary, but all of them, but the secondary specifically with Watson – and Hutchinson, those are guys that uh, that are definitely going to play uh, for the University of Louisville. So it's going to be fun to see Michael and the defensive backfield. We'll just wait and see. We both think it could be a strength of this team, uh, but we uh, we want to we want to see it first, and yeah, uh, and, we'll get it. To, and we'll and we'll get to see it uh, uh, right around two weeks. All right, our next one will be we've taken a look at offensive and defensive line, wide receivers, and uh, the defensive backs. Next, we're going to go to the tight end position, and we'll be a lot of talk about Marshawn Ford. I'm sure coming up next uh, on our uh, on our next podcast here, the Cardscast. This has been a special edition, a position series look at the defensive backs. CBS Tonight, TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale tonight, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.